the spirit of twilight glides through the mist surrounding the dagger isles despite its moniker the spirit is no ghost but a locomotive of the imperial railways the people of the dagger isles have no need for the train's lightning oil though their secrets of survival are clouded by the obscuring miasma apprehensive in the mist three line balls stand atop the locomotive to shepherd its freight safely to irondale from the remote city of mistport they circle around the force bow was experienced too much on this trip his mind is shattered and he will retire if he survives this line a hidden voyeur watches as a spectre emerges from the mist to finish them off and their posture tenses as she prepares to intervene jolene do you recognize anything about this spirit yeah, I think uh, I think this spirit has uh, like a longer cloak with a with an insignia, probably some old uh, uh, industrial company. Yes, yes. Um, that uh, that manufactured some small bits pieces here and there. From this cloak, as it appears, it produces like a horrible spectral lantern, and as the light shines, a shadow crosses it suddenly. Jolene, could you please describe to us the Harlequin? Zahala Quinn flips through the sky, carving a dark silhouette against the darker night, and with a full front flip onto her feet directly, the uh, sharp lines along her arms and along her legs seem to glow with lightning oil being kind of pumped through them. In her hands is some kind of web thrower tool, but not quite. It's something about it is a little, a little off, a little different. And a cloud on her face, almost lit up by the service lights on the train, uh, you can see one of those tragedy comedy masks completely overlaid on her face. Hell yes. And she looks over and she says, This is where you get off, buddy. The other bulls, uh, one of them, one of them, who is Elysian, <laughs> like, Mon Dieu, the Harlequin! And um, the, uh, one of the other says, oh, I guess that reporter lady wasn't lying. And the, uh, the third says, Oh man, oh, she's gonna give us such a bad review. If reviews are what you're worried about, kid, you're never gonna get out of here alive. <laughs> you can get out of here alive if you just simply pay attention to your commands. Oh, and forget about this chump, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, just launch my lightning throw at the, at the guy's lantern to kind of try to yank it. Well, I was gonna say, I think for right now, you have taken command of the situation. You are leading these bulls against the supernatural. Alright. So, you'll be able to make your opening move, but first, we're going to uh, roll your 2d6, uh, based on several questions of, have you completed your apprenticeship? Yes. Yes. We've decided you have not completed your journeymanship, or the ma- or are you a master line bull? You do not have the support of another gang. You have bulls in every role. You you have worked this line before. We'll say. Yeah, I've worked. Uh, I've worked lines all around. Yeah, you've probably worked like almost everywhere for reasons. Um, <laughs> you've been around. What do you say? I say, uh, if you want to live, you will listen to me. Yeah, they all snap to attention. And if you don't, I may have your souls for dinner. <laughs> the one, the one who was despairing about the reporter lady, like shakes a little bit. You hear like the clinking of metal, <laughs> but but he'll, he'll listen. <laughs> Alright, uh, so what was that plus? Troll 2d6, and it's a plus one total. Alright, well, uh, that was a, a four total. Heck. Off to a, a resounding start. Okay, you are not able to do any of the uh, exciting new things, but you can make your opening move as this thing is, um, the yeah, it, it waves that fell lantern about. You weren't able to seize the initiative, so go ahead and take two trauma for, uh, like, approaching a ghost as the lantern itself just sort of menaces everybody in the area so take two trauma to start with but then you can also make your opening move with finesse 
Okay. Yeah. Um. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, take my uh, specialized web thrower and I'm going to target his lantern and kind of try to drag it down. He has to like either let go of it and, and, and lose control of this very valuable possession of his, or he's going to get dragged down to the ground with it. Hell yes. Finesse, that is going to be a four. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So Zekhalakun has a very tough start. <laughs> you open up, you, you go to yank the lantern, you yank it, and you watch as it flies from this thing's hands, the cloak sort of like falls off into the fog as though there was like never a figure inside of it. The lantern uh, is pulled among the bowls, and you see a, uh, well, I guess, uh, I guess you really do know what you're talking about, Guardian D. And the one line bull gets picked up as the spectral hand comes out of the lantern that is now among the line bulls, and the cloaked figure sort of steps out from underneath the lantern, currently grasping the anchor in one hand and picks the lantern back up, and now it's among you all, threatening to stuff you into its cloak. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run uh, full speed and do sort of a slide kick to try to knock the lantern far away from these people. Hell yes. I believe in you. <laughs> yeah, I, I switched out my dice. Uh, so that's plus finesse. That's going to be a 10. Fuck yes. Okay, that's uh, two things. What do you want to do? Quickly tr- avoid trouble, compromise, or cost, or do it impressively, stylishly to greater effect? So would... uh, impressively, stylishly to greater effect. Absolutely. Was that, was that one thing? Or you got that two, two things, things, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, and the other one is... Um... You can do it quickly or avoid trouble, compromise, or cost. I think I'm going to uh, do it quickly. Hell yes. Okay, so um, the, the anchor gets lifted up and he's like, ah, as this horrible ghost is just like breathing sinisterly at him about to stuff him into the cloak, just, <sighs> and um, slide kick the lantern. You watch as the other uh, cloak, once again, it's like this thing's te- definitely tethered to this like spectral lantern. Um, it gets knocked away. The anchor uh, goes flying and is dropped, but you have accidentally kicked the lantern over towards the um the despairing bull. <laughs> and yeah, as the lantern like catches them, you watch their face goes white and this thing, uh, the, the cloaked the cloaked spirit once again bursts from the lantern and just entirely engulfs that bull. The the one bull that was like shaking and scared shouts up, Clermont, no! If you want to end up like Clermont, you will stay. Otherwise, get your ass in gear. Yeah, yeah, I'll... They, they fire up their lightning hook. You, 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 you're a spider, right, lady? Yeah. Yes, uh, in, is in a way. All right. I'll catch it. And they get their lightning hook. I'm just going to need a roll from you to uh, get that bad boy in. There we go. A four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These dice are also going in the pile. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I'm just I'm just gonna be going through all my D6s. <laughs> so yeah, you go, you try to uh, you try to pull it in. Uh, lightning hook breaks, and he gets uh, pinned to the top of the train and sort of like scraped along it by uh, the hand that isn't holding the uh, the lantern. As this thing, it, unlike that other guy that it absorbed, it like pushes this one to the side. It sort of looms over you, Harlequin. It's realized that you're the one that's sort of like in control here. Oh, Monsignor, this is trouble. The anchor from behind, fires their electro field, uh, sort of stands over you and like offers like a hand. <laughs> now or never, lady. <laughs> well, it's um. I guess we give it one more go. <laughs> this one. I did not expect this one to be so much trouble. <laughs> but I suppose that's the way things go. That would be a nine. I'll yes. take it. Hell yes. Which one do you want to do? As you 
absorb this ghost. <laughs> I think at this point, avoid compromise or cost. At yes. this point, it's there's there's been enough of those. Yeah, there's a lot of struggling. The one scared uh, rolls the light into the lightning hook. He gets free from the hand as you start to uh, catch the spirit into the lightning bottle, and it lets out one final like. <gasps> As it goes into the bottle pulled by the web. You, Harlequin, are um, pulled to your feet by this anchor. Thanks an awful lot. We gotta thank that um, associate of yours, uh, Genevieve, uh, down by the way. Oh yes, uh, if you go back, you should see her, but I must go now. I, my place is on the back of this train. Farewell! And I'm going to I'm going to kind of do a, a very dramatic, like, fall off the side of the train. Hell yes. The one scared bull is like, whoa! Wait, so is she, like, always living on the back of the train? <laughs> and the, uh, the Elysian, who, who was the, uh, owl, is like, uh, of course not, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> I, God, now I've, 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 now I've got a bad, I've got a horrible French accent. Um, You're doing fine. <laughs> of course not, you idiot. She merely means she has our backs. <laughs> uh, and uh, they clunk their way on down to the bottom of the Spirit of Twilight and into the inside of the Spirit of Twilight. And down there we find Genevieve Paquet, uh, a reporter. As the train pulls into Irondale on the coast of Severos, describe to me, Genevieve. Yes, so uh, Genevieve is, uh, she's got like long, long dark hair. Uh, she's kind of got a little, um, I think right now she's wearing a little like page boy cap. Um, she's got like very like light makeup on, uh, a long um, a, like brown trench coat. She's kind of a, a tall woman uh, with, with some pretty nice... Uh, clunking boots. She's got like a, a bunch of camera equipment uh, strapped around her and stuff. And she's uh, she's very eagerly uh, uh, thanking like the conductor of the train, like, "Oh, merci beaucoup! Oh, this is such a lovely train. You never see the sights so much as you can from the outside of the window." And oh, I'm so sorry that 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 some of your bulls were were little injured, but I, I'm sure they will be okay. Please, please send them my loveliest regards. They were they were such peaches. Well, uh, the way I see it, um, you know, all of us that, that got out there, it's just because of your friend. Um, we all we all know the dangers when we take this job. She is always there when I need her. I cannot ask for more. The uh, Elysian tips tips a hat. The uh, the the guy who's the anchor uh, leaves, pats the scared bull uh, on the back, and the scared bull uh, goes to uh, awkwardly leave, and I think I think maybe bumps into Genevieve. And some some pictures fall to the ground of Harlequin's uh, battle <laughs> pictures of like underneath the cloaked figure the oh. the appearance. Oh, oh! As you can see, I was a little busy while you were fighting. Oh, wow! Uh, gosh, wow! These are really impressive pictures. Are you? If you, could, if you could help me, where where were you? I am the only one that the Harlequin will allow to photograph her. Most bulls wouldn't let reporters uh, photograph them on account of how dangerous it is. You. Wow, you're a you're a, a a brave lady to take these. Well, you know, I have my trade secrets. I, I wink, so you can't you can't hear my wink, but I. I... <laughs> yes, yeah, I think he leaves, uh, and maybe uh, Genevieve, as as Genevieve, you uh, you put the pictures back. It's a good thing that uh, he didn't rifle through them some because the Harlequin mask is probably also underneath there. Oh, good lord! <laughs> oh, I want to. Uh... Oh, boy. That was a rough one. When you show up, there is uh, Stev Ankayat, who has just taken the train in from Sunfall. 
Stev, mon ami. Stev is an, the Aruvian uh, reporter that uh, was previously met by the crew of the Pride of Duskwall. Genevieve, Genevieve, my girl, it is great to see you. Ah, come over here. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's such a darling. Oh, the, the line went not as great as expected, but I got the pictures and I got the article. The food was actually not too bad. I actually had some delightful little stuffed fried mushrooms. Yeah, let me tell you, let me tell you that those Severosi, they know how to fry a mushroom. Mm-hmm. So what you got? You got another job for me? Yes, yes, I have recently come into, uh, uh well, a rumor, perhaps, a hunch, even, uh, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a scoop that I need you to, uh, that I need you to confirm for me. Yes, um, sir. Uh, I, I, I have heard word that there is a high-ranking member of the Ministry of Preservation who may be possessed. Well, I've got urgent business in Severos proper, but I have word that he might be taking the train, the Prine of Duskwall, from Udawasha nonstop to Sunfall. I will definitely, uh, uh, yes, absolutely. That's that's a that is a big scoop. Oh, I'll, I'll get my I'll get my equipment ready. That sounds. When does when does it set out? You got a couple of days, just enough time to uh, take the train from here in Ironsdale down to Udawasha, and then. Hop on that pride of dust wall right back. You're gonna have to hot foot it, uh, Genevieve, but I, I know you can do it. Wonderful. Don't do it. Don't even worry about it for one moment. I happen to have an associate on that train, one uh, Pippin McKeel, uh, that hopefully should be able to uh, uh, aid in your investigation. Oh, did you say McKeel? Yes, yes. Uh, that is a that is a matter that I myself have a. Uh, Taken a bit of a, a look to, but at the moment I am unsure whether it is his badge name uh, or a proper nom de plume. Well, if that's his, if that's his name, then oh, the poor sap. Yes, I figured you might sympathize. It's not exactly the same, but he's also out of a family. Last male heir. Sound familiar, Genevieve? <laughs> well, that's not the life for me, and that's not the person I am. That life is far outside of anything I would have ever wanted. This is where I belong. And that's why I know you're the right woman for the job. You need to find out, is this minister possessed? And if he is possessed, by who? Why? And what is the emperor doing about it? You can count on me. We play Ghost Lines, an RPG by John Harper. Uh, I'm Greg, your conductor, who runs the game. I'm Hannah. I play Andrew Anderson, uh, dorg owner now. <laughs> oh my god, well, Jolene just I'm made a face. I'm keeping I play Guy. Don't... No, wait, that's, that's, that's the <laughs> wrong way. <laughs> Hold on. That's the opposite way. I'm Guy. I play Pip. He's drunk. <laughs> Has he gotten drunk enough to transcend other dimensions and into our reality? I don't know. Don't question it. I'm glad I have video now so I can see Hannah's reaction. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, who's that? Uh, that would be me, Stefan. I play Drix, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, where was he? Uh, he was, he was doing stuff. He's, he's living his life. <laughs> 
We also have a special guest who we're not going to be that coy about, although she will be uh, quieter in this first part until her character shows up. But Jolene! It's going to be very difficult, very <laughs> difficult to be quiet. Hi, I'm Jolene, and honestly, right now, this is the longest podcast I've ever been in, so I'm very excited Yay. to start. Yay. Yes, That's yes. <laughs> Jolene is the sole, uh, sole creator of the Wrong Bone Facts podcast, which is very funny. Uh, and and every very... Episode- and- and very generous of you to call it a podcast, but yes. <laughs> Every episode is a minute long, and they're, like, daily, so. <laughs> um, we also, as we alluded to, we've got video for the first time, uh, because we normally use Zencaster to sort of facilitate these things, um, and now we can see each other, except for Stefan and Guy, who their video messes up their mic, so uh, <laughs> Stefan and Guy can just see us. Uh, we sure um, can. It's cool. I'm the prettiest one, so. We are watching. Ouch. You guys Ouch. are just going to have to imagine my forehead. <laughs> so. um, but uh but uh yeah, a lot of a lot of changes. Also, this is the first episode that we're recording when we're part of the Faustian nonsense network of podcasts. Uh so so we don't quite know how to act with that, but we're doing it. Okay. <laughs> Amy, Jackie, please be proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> We need external Please don't validation. Look up my podcast. Give us validation. <laughs> Give us external validation. validation. Tell me I'm pretty. No. Gosh. Yeah, we're coming at you with a lot of energy right now. Before we get started, uh, fun. This is another fun. Uh, Greg learned something more about the Shattered Isles thing. Um, as I was going through the Blades in the Dark book for like, I, w- I was I was looking for things for this episode information on Duskwall. And there's a section called Overheard in Duskwall, which is like the rumor board, but like in character. Um, And one of them uh, used the phrase inky hell instead of bloody hell. So, hey, we're doing it wrong. Every single time we're doing like a British voice, it's like, bloody hell, mate. Apparently we're supposed to be saying inky hell. (laughs) Guy, take that note. Well, you know, I kind of dig that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna hold anybody to it, but that was just a weird thing I found. See, this is why I picked the right voice of not British. Shout out to J Dog. Right voice of not British. Shout out to J Dog who <laughs> now follows us. <laughs> he follows us on Twitter. He, follows he, he Twitter. might not listen to the pod. Oh, I'm prob- sure he listen, probably if, doesn't listen to the pod. If John podcast. Harper listens to every single time when he played one of his games, uh, he'd probably go insane. Do you know how many people play Lasers and Feelings and Lasers and Feelings hacks? Like, no, he's a prolific creator, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, you know, we know J-Dog loves us the most. Yeah, how many people actually, uh... I'm begging you to stop this. <laughs> Play Ghost Lines. It's been so long, Hannah. We gave you such a reprieve. That's true. It has we. It has been a gap in recording for us, so we're just getting a lot of energy out. Who knows how much of us will stay in. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, we return to the Pride of Duskwall, which is currently preparing to leave Uduasha for a non-stop trip through Bright Harbor into Sunfall on the uh, the northwesternmost tip of uh, Eruvia. Currently, uh, outside of the Pride of Duskwall, the several-car locomotive, currently, Pippin McKeel is among the first to arrive, furtively stuffing a suitcase uh, into the freight car. <laughs> From inside the suitcase <laughs> comes the voice of uh, one... Fishbone, the alias of a criminal. Hey, McKeel, uh, let me just say, you know, I know we've had our ups and downs, but uh, this really is a solid you're doing for me. 
Jesus, certainly a, a solid something. You're, honestly, you, you're coming through real clearly for someone who's inside a suitcase. So it's, it's, <laughs> I, I admire your projection. Oh, uh, don't worry. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure somebody may add some filter or something in post. <laughs> this is this is going to be an absolute nightmare to of an episode. I, I feel real bad for anyone who has to deal with this. <laughs> Oh, whenever I'm around, it's always a nightmare. For my enemies, I'm Fishbone. Uh, but yeah, so seriously, uh, when you go to open the suitcase when it's safe in Sunfall, be sure to tell me that it's you. Otherwise, Fishbone's gonna get stabbing. <laughs> I'm not going back to jail. <laughs> hey, why is his name Fishbone again? Because <laughs> he guts people. Like a fish. <laughs> I'll knock twice or something, I guess. Yeah, sure, just anything. I hear footsteps. Fishbone shuts up. Drix swaggers in, spurs uh, jangling, with a big new attachment to his already uh, ostentatious belt. Drix, I've sort of decided you showed up next, but no, <laughs> that's 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 valid. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you see, you see, you see, Pip stuffing some luggage into the overpacked car. Where are you? Oh, did you buy something? It's, 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 it was more like, it, it, you ever have something that's like, you, you weren't sure that you wanted it, but it came to you anyway, and now you can't really get rid of it. <laughs> Drix, Drix's hand drifts up to the stone of Vulture Eye. <laughs> no, no, I have never had that, uh, sensation. Well, it's, it's, it's like that, and it's, it's real, real inky heavy. It is. Oh my god. That's. Well, it's gonna take some time to get used to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I figure you'll, I figure you'll get there. Just you know, let it sizzle on your tongue for a bit. But uh, here, let me help you with that bag. No, no, it's, uh, I got it. It's, it's fine. Are you? I got it. Are, oh, okay. Are, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Jeez, you. Stay strong, buddy. Um, I'm gonna go to the crew car. If you need help with that bag, just was was there any reason why why I came here specifically? Did did, did you just like see me in need? Weeks of struggling, Pip, and thought you'd be just like, oh, he's he needs help lifting up heavy objects. I'm this is a perfect job for for all all Trixies. Oh, <laughs> Pip and McKeel's got this one. Not to worry. I'll catch up later. <laughs> you hear a voice from behind you. Yeah, Drix, Drix, it's, it's Candace. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got the cue. Yeah, listen, listen, McKeel, if, you, if you're looking for something to do on the train, uh, you know, we gotta get this place cleaned up stat. Okay, we got some big passengers coming up and I can't... Ooh, ooh, we got... We, listen, I saw some socks in the crew car through the window. <laughs> We can't let them know that you have feet. <laughs> Thank you, Candace. I love you. <laughs> Can- Can- Candace? Pip glances down and is like, no, this, this seems about right. I, should should I take off my spurs? I think they might announce the presence of my feet. No. <laughs> no, listen, just, we, we need this. Everything spick and span, all right? I can't. Uh, oh, she takes a drag from her cigarette uh, holder. Listen, we, we, look. There's, we, this is, oh, nonstop trips are already stressful enough, but, but we've got some. immediately picks up the ashes with a dustpan. (laughs) Where'd you get the (laughs) dustpan? 
Don't question. See, why can't you be like Nikhil? Oh my god, you're so you're you're so on. Un- Listen, I know I know I'm really hard on you, but oh, Pippin McKeel, let me let me. You're like a you're like a old dumb dog that just like <laughs> makes me smile every single time I see you. It, like I I forget that you you shit on the carpet sometimes. Old oh, dumb think- dork. Sorry, Drix is. I, I, I think someone's gonna have to update the shipping chart. Drix's Drix's yeah. face has like his mouth has dropped and he's like, oh no, I I have to write this down. I have to show Andrew. <laughs> Speaking of dorks, um, there is a York 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 announcing uh, the approach of Andrew Anderson and a dorg. Uh, somewhere between Porpy and full-grown Dorg. Um, <laughs> a nice little strutting uh, strutting animal with uh, with a collar uh, <laughs> reminiscent of the Imperial Railways. Hey guys, why are you why are you all back here? Aw, what a cute little Porpy. This is Jiminy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's a good boy? Boy, girl? Uh, boy, I guess. I don't know. I don't think we had established that. <laughs> Fair enough. Jiminy, Jiminy just goes, yorp! Like the look of an animal that doesn't know what you're asking. Ah, <laughs> uh, who's a good little Jiminy? This is Jiminy. We're, we're friends now. There, Drix looks into Jiminy's eyes. Jiminy looks back. That's a good strong dorg. Thank you. He's gonna serve you well. Jiminy gives a little lick to Drix's face. Oh. Oh. Oh, don't, don't actually make a licking motion. What the fuck? I needed, to, I needed to do it to make a noise. Oh my god. You could just edit it in post, Greg. Edit it both! Do that shit where we can't see it, alright? Alright? This is... God, this is... No, I thought the I thought the barking in the panting was something, and then like this is, this is we, we've gone so yeah, far. Yeah, you can off you can rails. absolutely make the noise without sticking your fucking tongue out. All right, can you? I yeah. know what I'm not wanting. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Candace looks and she goes, "Ooh, oh, oh, Andrew, Andrew." This is an official... No, I know, I Angel. <laughs> I know I gave you permission for that torque. Yep. I just didn't know. I didn't know who our next passengers would be. She leans down and she puts each hand on the sides of Jiminy's face, looking at Jiminy. All right. <laughs> please, please do not do anything that will embarrass us. Uh, and Jiminy... Yep. Yeah, Jiminy just yeah, lets out a little... Yorp. <laughs> Jiminy would never. Jiminy is the best boy in the world. Oh. Also, I think you should be at least as worried about Pip as you are about Jiminy. No, this is valid. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, um, I'm gonna have to fill you in in a little bit on why maybe the, the worry isn't there right now. Okay, that sounds exciting. Uh, yeah, Georgie, Georgie is showing up as the uh, the laborers are also like getting ready, and she's like, "All right, is everything ready for the the ministers? The ministers coming by." Um, so, does anyone want to tell me what is happening? Dinner, fetch, Andrew. You'll, you'll you'll be fine. Just just be your normal self. Uh, I've been informed that several members of the Ministry of Preservation are gonna be gonna be taking the train, taking the Pride of Duskwall, mm. nonstop from here. To Sunfall, they're not directly our bosses because they're sort of our bosses' bosses. 
As well as a couple other people that have authority but aren't directly for us. Okay. The chief of operations. It's gonna be taking our train. Our train. I can see this is a, is a big, big thing for you. Yeah, as as she said train, she's making a fist and like putting it to her mouth. Like this means a lot to her oh. for her hospitality degree. Oh. Um <laughs> Uh, and Candace, yeah, listen, I don't care what those big wigs think about how I run my train. I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned about our image. Genevieve Paquet. <sighs> she, like, her, her hand trembles in her cigarette holder. <sighs> she gave, she gave one of my trains a scathing review. <laughs> In her newspaper once. <laughs> oh no! And now please. I'm not on that train. Can- Candace, did she give? Did she give it four stars? <sighs> Didn't even get that much. She gave it three stars. <gasps> Wait, I don't know why that's bad. <laughs> well, well, suffice to say, suffice to say, history. It's out of ten. History. Oh, is it out of ten? Yeah, out of ten. That's not good. History. History will not remember uh, the lady slain. <laughs> But listen, it's this is the first time I'm in charge of the train. She hasn't been in the game forever or anything, but she's a big deal. Well, I can see that this is really important to all of you guys. So even though I have no understanding of what is going on, because I am an orphan who just recently got a job for the first time, uh, I will be on my best behavior, and so will Jiminy. So not to cause any sort of panic, but isn't Genevieve kind of notorious for also showing up early? <laughs> uh, and I think as, as we say that yeah, as we say that, Jolene, you're here. Jolene, describe who everybody sees. Wait, yeah, we're absolutely. back in the freight cart. The side the side door is open like oh, okay. nor- like normally when you're logging lo- uh normally when we're packing up the train we've had it before like even when you're packing up the um the dining car we've got like side doors that really don't open in the deathlands but like you're like the big big doors that are open yeah all right yeah so as as Genevieve approaches she's actually a, a, a very tall woman uh she's wearing kind of like a longer um uh, a dark coat that she kind of has a uh, 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 kind of belted around her waist and some and some pretty big boots. Uh, she's got like long, straight, dark hair, uh, a little bit of makeup, like a little eyeliner and, and lipstick, but not not too too much else. Um, she's wearing a little um, a little beret, um, and she's uh, she's carrying a set of uh, like uh, equipment bags, and she has a, a pretty large uh, a camera with one of those big old flash bulbs on it. And uh, she says, oh, bonsoir, bonsoir, mes amis. Uh, uh, yes, Mrs. M- oh, Miss Paquet. Oh, look at the pride of Duskwa. Oh, um, Candice, I, um, I see you're back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And let me tell you, I, um, I, I took the lessons learned uh, when I was uh, liaison to the passengers, uh, on the Lady Slain, and now, now I'm I'm running the Pride of Dusk. Well, here's here's my passenger liaison, Georgie, and she's she's a, a chip off the old block. And Georgie's like, Georgie is not saying anything to you. She just has like a massive smile, but like that smile it's stuck because she's like ah! internally screaming. Angel, Angel, like leans over to oh. Drix and Pip. You know, the Lady Slain seems like a, a a name that doesn't. I don't know why they named the train that. <laughs> 
it really does seem like kind of ominous, like yeah. almost as though it were made to fail. It did have a few. Um, it did happen. <laughs> uh, oh, but but anyway, where are my manners, Georgie? It's a pleasure to meet you. She's like opening her and closing her mouth. Oh my gosh, she's got the ears of a hawk. <laughs> Bonsoir, miss. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I look forward to. I look forward to seeing what hospitality you have to offer. And these must be these bulls. I, I, yes, these are all the line bulls. Uh, you have the the run of the train if you if you like. Uh, yes, the the crew car is right over there. Um, the this is the this is the freight car. This is the freight car. Uh, yes, as you can see, we take on a lot of a lot. Of things. <laughs> uh, Kip realizes that his boots are implying that he has feet, uh, and immediately drops to his knees with his, like, legs up the back of his jacket now. Is, is this one okay? Um, he's yeah, a but... bit of a part-time acrobat. He... Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He, he just, you know, he likes to mix it up sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is very uncomfortable on money camps. You, do, you can stand up. I do not mind. He, he, I, I don't. I don't. I you. I don't know what in the world you're doing. Andrew. Andrew looks to Candace for a nonverbal cue here. Candace kicks Pippin. Ah, yeah. Just um, you know, just a uh, just a normal train inspection. That's right. Even the line bulls do inspections. Everybody. Everybody here works. I'm gonna be in the office car. Enjoy the amenities. <laughs> uh, Georgie is oh, like lovely to see you again, Candace. Lovely to see you, uh, Miss McKay. Uh, I, I start. I pull out a notebook and I'm already writing down some some notes. Like uh, her face darkens for a minute, and then she goes, "Georgie, uh, go check on the passengers. Yeah, let us let, let us know when the passengers are in." Uh, Miss McKay, do let us know if there's anything we can do to make your stay more pleasurable as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, d- I do not mind. They have. I don't know why I have such a reputation. I I, I just care a lot about accuracy. <laughs> Is that why I have the reputation? Drix's face darkens. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I've never heard of you. Well, that's good. I actually appreciate that. What's your name, little one? Oh, I'm Andrel. Andrel Anderson. Oh, my petition for you. It's adorable. Thank you. Oh, oh, I was working on the rails when I was not much older than you. Oh, really? Were people yes. weird about it? Yes, they were very weird about it. Yeah, people are really weird about it. <laughs> Well, you do not know very so much, I understand. Is this your handsome little boy? Look at you. Yeah, this is Jiminy. I just got him. He's an oh, official God. ghost hunting dorg. Oh. He sort of shows off the uh, the, the Imperial Railway's collar as you're, like, giving him scritches. Which might also just be meaning, give me scritches over here. But <laughs> <laughs> I give him little scritches. Oh, it's a wonder to meet you, yeah, Andra. And, and, and who are these fine folk? Edric, but you can call me Drix. Well, Drix, it is a pleasure to meet you. I like your belt. Oh, thank you. It's uh, some. It's it's brand new, actually. Got a little surprise, but we'll, we'll, we we may not see it today. You, who knows? Oh, I love surprises. <laughs> love them to death. And so, who who is still kneeling? Well, mum, please. Uh, Pip tries to free his legs from his jacket, but ends up doing like a full sideways split. <laughs> You are not like we said. You are not kidding about the acrobat. Mm-hmm. I'm a pip. On line bulls, I'm typically the the anchor. In if you need anyone to to take some hits, or I'm your man. 
It is a pleasure to be serving you, miss. Yes, it it says um here I have in my uh, she kind of puts it. I have a note that you are your your badge name is Mikil. Is that the family name? Y- yes. Oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> yes. Well, this actually explains a lot. Um, why don't we um uh why don't you give me a tour around? I'd love to see uh what the pride of Duskwall has. C- certainly. I'll first need a little bit of assistance in getting up out of this position. Oh. Okay, yeah, come on, buddy. Uh, come Drix on. whispers I'm, down into right. Pip's ear, should we not leave you alone with her the last time Please somebody... Don't. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick around. As an aside, I'm really looking forward to the sound effects that Greg's going to put in when Pip goes into the full splits. That's going to make me personally very amused. Pants tearing yeah, noise. noise. Pants tearing noise. You know, it might be good to have a pants tearing noise. <laughs> when, I, when I get a new sound effect, I try to think of how else I could use it. And that's very useful, actually. Welcome to Wrong Bone Facts, the only radio show in the Shattered Isles that plays on repeat in the Physiker's waiting room. I'm Jolene, and I'll be your inaccurate guide to the world of bones. For today's episode, we have invited a special guest to share with us a wrong bone fact. Please welcome my good friend, the line bull aboard the Pride of Duskwall, Andrew Anderson, badge named Dunville. Hello! What a lovely dorg you have! How's that little scamp doing today? He's really good! His name is Jiminy. Uh, he has- Oh, that's great! What sort of wrong bone fact do you have for us today? Uh, today's wrong bone fact is orphans have three more bones than people with parents. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Wrong Bone Facts is a daily humor podcast about skeleton lies, bone fibs, and make-believe marrow trivia. And you just listened to a complete episode. Listen to Wrong Bone Facts on most popular podcast hosting services. You can also find us on Twitter at Wrong Bone Fact. So, until next time... We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to discuss Little Business Library. Little Business Library is an online directory of small businesses that allows consumers to shop directly so they never charge a sales fee. And instead of charging percentages to businesses, LBL is just $4 a month. But don't take my word for it. From the pride of Duskwall, here's the line bull, Pip. Hello. I'm working on some, uh, some mock-ups of, uh, a, a design I'm, I'm working on. Well, worry not. LBL has a collection of shareable graphics that you can use how you wish. What are those for, anyway? Industrializing the way the food production is made so that it can be served and eaten faster. Just, I, I call it a deep fryer. All right, we get it. You heard it here, folks. Use our coupon code LISTEN10 to list your business on Little Business Library. We now return to your regularly scheduled audio programming. Anyways, um, so, y'all know how we do. This is like 27 episodes in. As the, the tour bit begins, because uh, Genevieve Paquet, you do have, uh, Genevieve, you do have full free reign, so you can you can sort of be here as they're maybe showing the crew car. Uh, Georgie, uh, passes by to inform you. Well, Miss Paquet, Limebolt crew, uh, I just, I just, 
meant to let you know that we shall be letting the passengers on shortly. Uh, as you know, I shall be in the parlor car should you need any assistance. I, uh, my, my suggestion for, uh, Guy to take her leave is Pip frantically picking up socks while this exchange is happening. (laughs) Absolutely. They're not even his socks. (laughs) (laughs) Whose socks are they? Oh, gosh. Yeah, she, you're pretty sure some of these socks are Dundell the Largers. And she begins to, uh, greet the passengers. So, uh, passengers... Focus on uh, physical descriptions and maybe a couple mannerisms, because I will be doing some shit with them. Uh, There is a man wearing what looks like medieval armor. Actually, you can't tell if he's a man because he has an oversized, like, frog hat, like, helmet on. You can't see his face. He is wielding a very, like, nice medieval sword. You can't see any of his, like, none of his skin is exposed at all. Uh, And he speaks in an old-timey fashion. Uh, yes, so clank, 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 this individual walks over. Hey, hey, he, I declare that the chief of operations of the Ministry of Preservation shall be entering aboard this train. And Georgie says, I, I, we knew, we knew. Thank you kindly. Uh, t- no ticket, no ticket, I, I, I. I'm sure you you have a ticket. I, I can you you have a ticket. Oh um, uh, and yeah, this old timey knight walks forward very jankily, uh, and behind them is a uh, noble looking person. I told you this person was going to be on the train. Anybody could describe them theoretically if they as like one of their passengers. Otherwise, we can just keep it loose. I have an idea, but it's not for somebody this noble. I would also like to say. Sit- uh, say, and this is very particular, the uh, Frog Knight has a cape. I have an extremely stupid idea for the Minister of Preservation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think... Um, well, he's not, he's not the Minister of Preservation, he's the Chief of Operations. Chief of Operations, okay. I think um, he's kind of... Uh, he's got, like, like tannish skin, um, uh, curly hair, dark shoulder length... Um, uh, he's wearing a maroon shirt with, like, like, four buttons, uh, you know, that kind of shirt that, like, uh, uh, has the buttons stop, uh, near the chest, uh, plaid pajama pants, uh, he's got kind of, like, some stubble, not, like, a full beard going, but, you know, a little (laughs) bit of stubble, um, brown eye. (laughs) Hannah turned to look at me as she began that. And I thought she was do- doing some kind of fun reference. But no, she was describing <laughs> my physical appearance at this the very The good news moment. is I have a very good image of what this what this minister looks like. Mm-hmm. Extremely, like, I know yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we all do right now. <laughs> <laughs> so proud. I can't believe that. Okay. <laughs> so maybe that, but we'll, 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 we'll dress it up some. <laughs> we'll dress it up some. Okay, you want to not be wearing pajama pants? Well, they're still plaid. Okay. They're plaid trousers. Sure. And the shirt is the shirt does have the buttons. Um, the chief of operations is a uh, much older, much older uh, as well. Um, <laughs> Georgie says, "Oh my chief of operations! I had I I, I, I didn't can you be so uh. attractive." <laughs> <laughs> That's unprofessional. Uh, the, 
Georgie would never be so unprofessional. <laughs> Mr. McClamont is like, oh my, but an angel has appeared. They're coming. Jesus Christ, Greg. Pip leans over to Drix and says, this is getting dangerously self-indulgent. Yeah, it's like... uh, But the chief of operations arrives uh, and says, uh, Oh, well, 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 this is, uh, this is most, most wondrous. Oh, 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 a train, the pride of Duskwall. Oh, ooh, Duskwall. If it was not for that jewel of Akaros, then perhaps none of this would be possible. Oh, oh, truly, I, I just love the Imperial Railways. Uh, thank you very much for introducing me, uh, Frog. <laughs> and, and the, uh... The knight nods his head, and they um, walk towards the parlor car. Uh, come along, come along, everybody. Some more of a, like, a retinue comes by. Gonna be real with you, chiefs. Most of these passengers will probably be involved in some way with the Ministry of Preservation. Okay. So uh, we've got, who, who else has a passenger? I got one. So it's time to get weird with oh, them. I got one, too. So I think uh, in walks uh, a woman with the pale skin of a Scotlander, but the dark hair of an, a long dark hair of an Aruvian. She is wearing a bright green and black trench coat, or over like a, like, uh, an old-timey looking suit jacket. She has a cigarette holder very similar to Candace's, and she is brandishing it pretty wildly as she talks. And I think uh, trailing just behind her, she has, like, a three-year-old with, like, dark curly hair who is just kind of trying to stay out of the way. May I make a suggestion? The three-year-old also has a cigarette holder, but it's holding a candy cigarette. Yes! 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 Yes, so they uh, saunter on like the own the place. The kid is sort of putting their candy cigarette into their mouth, but they're holding like the holder, like it's like the end of a lollipop. And the woman turns briefly and she says, uh, she says, now, now, dear, that's unbecoming. Uh, you know, I'm the executive officer for Kethris and you need to be proper. And she just sort of turns it. So he's, uh, they're holding the cigarette holder properly. <laughs> like, inhale, inhale the candy dust. This is so good. And George is like, awfully wonderful to see you, uh, Miss uh, Miss Executive Officer, uh, Lady. Uh, uh, yes, uh, parlor car, right this way, if you be so kind. Uh, and she says, thank you very much, darling. You're doing an excellent job. Takes, uh, takes a drag from the cigarette holder and uh, inhales it in some poor chump in the passenger car's face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I, I have I've one. Definitely a guy who's on the wrong train. Uh, uh, just had ha- just has to get just has to get there. Older looking gentleman with a uh, with a big old oversized uh, suitcase that he just has to keep on with him. From the suitcase, you can very clearly tell that he is a uh, like a street purveyor of children's toys and clothes and things. Uh, kind of a ragged old guy with like a like a kind of like thick mustache and and, and salt pepper hair. And uh, and he has a sign on the on the front of his uh, on front of his thing advertising his wares that says uh, it says for sale baby shoes never worn. Oh my, oh my god! His eyes are like shining like he's about to cry. <laughs> uh, and Georgie says, uh, "Hello there, uh, sir. I I I do not recognize uh, you. Are you uh, with the the ministry?" He just shakes his head solemnly. Just <laughs> all right. Do you have your ticket then? Um, and you see he reaches for uh, some, uh, a ticket, and uh, as he hands it over, uh, a second ticket for a child sort of slides out, oh, and no, then he sees it. I didn't intend for this! 
And then he just he, he puts his hand over his mouth and he starts to cry. Um, I just meant that he was selling new shoes. Put <laughs> <laughs> a morning comment on the train. What the We're fuck do we have to, to deal with the this, ghost baby? Aren't we? We always do. Oh my god. Yikes. Oh my god. And Georgie says, Oh, oh, oh my. Oh, oh my. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Did you. She reads the sign. Oh, oh, terribly, terribly sorry. Oh, I'm. You know, it's it's awfully hard when one loses them so young. And, um. He, he tears stream down and he says, Yeah, yeah. I can't believe she took him in the divorce. <laughs> There was a line. We have just hopscotched it. (laughs) Oh my god. This was supposed to be our trip. Wow, that was a baller move, Greg. Jesus. Jesus Christ. It goes to sit down. So I know I've sort of been in control, but I'm also going to describe another passenger. A passenger who's already been described. So we are not going to uh, play such fanciful games with him. Also arriving with a less impressive but similar retinue of uh, some ministry of like preservation guards and attendants, Laudius Dalmore the <gasps> Second. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. <laughs> yeah! The second. Laudius Dalmore the Second. The um, dandy of a Lord Governor's son <sighs> who uh, dueled Drix arrives. Some luggage of his uh, is sent off to the freight car. He looks at it very intently, and he, as he like hands it off, he looks at the the guard who's having it very intensely and meaningfully. Uh, and then he looks and he says, "Pride of Duskwall." Yes. Well, Chip leans over to Genevieve and is like, "Oh, this this is gonna get." Spicy. Is is a bit of bad bad blood between him and, and Drix there is. Andrew's like punching Drix a bunch of times really fast on the arm. I just kinda I kinda cautiously nod. I take it you folks are busy <laughs> when you're not on the train. <laughs> We're busy a normal about. <laughs> I mean we've been like releasing for about like a year by the time this comes out, so it's <laughs> this is a whole thing. Pip, I never understand what the fuck you're talking about. Honestly, I'm like not entirely sure either, but like, it's, it's funny to someone, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Solanius Dalmore the second takes his frustratingly good hair and goes to the parlor car. Uh, and as it opens, you can't, you can't hear it from here, but the chief of operations is like opening his arms wide, like very pleased to see him. Um, so, to be clear, this is the guy who dueled Pip, or, sorry, the guy who dueled Drix, or the father of the guy that This is Laudius Dalmore the second. Okay. This is the guy. I forgot the number. This is yep. the guy. Okay. Wait, wait, I thought, I thought, I, oh, yeah, I, I also, also thought, thought it was, was the, the third. third. No, he's the second because you can call him Junior. Right, I remember <laughs> that, I do remember that. <sighs> mm-hmm. This is gonna be real bad. Okay. So, hey, uh, Gen- Genevieve. You wouldn't happen to know why Ladius Dalmore the Second is here, would would you? Uh, would I know that? I probably would. Yes, actually. You, I mean, you'd have an inkling. You have an inkling of it. 
This is a moment where I accidentally did a good. <laughs> um, so you would know that the Lord Governor of uh, Windercliff, I believe, Lord Dalmore, was not always the Lord Governor. He actually used to be the uh, Executive Officer of the Ministry of Preservation of Duskfall. And let me tell you, when I, yeah, I was looking through for figures in the Ministry of Preservation, and Lord Dalmore is listed in the Blades in the Dark book, which of course takes place in the past of Ghost Lines. So yeah, uh, technically the Dalmores are a Ministry of Preservation family. Yes, um, they happen to be a, a Ministry family. Unfortunately, he looks like he is here on some sort of official business. So, um, if he sees me... He's probably best to be, you know, not heard, nor seen. Yeah, I, I think I should stay away from the parlor car as much as possible. Guys, I feel like this should be a private discussion. I don't know what he's about you, Genevieve. I just feel like we could just, you know, we, we can talk openly and sort of... Yeah. Gen- questions. Miss Genevieve... I- I, I tend not, to write my reviews quite positively, just so you know. I do not want this to affect the review. Mr. Dalmore and I had an altercation outside of the workplace, and I do not want that to affect the way that this train is seen. Oh no, you have damaged the reputation of a of an official. I cast so much. No, you're fine. Just don't hurt any of the other passengers, and that's <laughs> honestly all I care about. If you give him a, if you dunk his head in the toilet, I really don't give a shit. I will keep that suggestion in mind. Pip immediately <laughs> turns to Drix and Andrew with like a sinister grin. Like a very Grinch-like grin. As the Grinch-like grin spreads across, you hear the whistle as a Trevor is like, Pride of Duskwall, not stop hitting the sunfall, all aboard! Ride a dusk while nonstop heading to Sunfall. And the train starts Yay. moving. Woohoo! And we're off. Yay! How about that tour? Yes. So, uh, this is the parlor car. Or, well, that's the parlor car because we're, we're not supposed to go in the EC. There's, there's a hot tub, which is a. Uh, you should probably try the hot tub, but we're not allowed in it. As well as, like, Various other amenities. That's, that's what's going on in there. That's mostly uh, Georgie's survey. Although, like, on occasion there's been some chicanery afoot, in which case we've had to, to you know, go in and uh, do do our, our whole thing, you know, as, as libels. I actually do not remember the order that we have the train, because we've had Ooh, cars. I don't either, that's why I'm asking for the door. Let's, let's do it. Sure. Do you, I mean, do we want to just explain every car? Behind the parlor car is the dining car. Oh, this is the dining car! We've got a, a lovely uh, bartender. We've got actually, like, fresh fruits and everything. And uh, these private booths. Fresh fruits, you say? Yeah. Oh. Greta, the uh, Scotlander uh, chef, says, Well, our, our fruits selection is rather limited, but quality over... Uh, variety is what we go for, so we currently have one pineapple, from which I may cut things, and a lime that I spritz into each of the drinks. I... You don't eat the lime, I ah. just, it's the same lime. Oh, might I try, might I trouble you for a, a tiny sliver of the pineapple? Certainly, certainly, and uh, yeah, she goes and she um, cuts a sliver off the pineapple, very well trained uh, in both her knife craft and by giving just a little bit, like Candace daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's divine. 
Oh, and they did not tell me the dining car had such a view too. Greta doesn't blush. Greta doesn't <laughs> blush. Her eyebrows raise, and she says, uh, Yes, well, if you need uh, anything extra on your report, I would gladly spend some time for a one-on-one -on -one interview. Mm -hmm. uh, and she sort of uh, leans over. I give this gift back to you. <laughs> Andrew, something is happening. You don't yeah, know what, but Andrew, something is happening. Andrew's feeling some set of emotions right now. <laughs> she does not know what they are. <laughs> You, you've, you've been having this recently, oh where God. suddenly you've been, something's been happening. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm having a feeling. <laughs> is, is, is there a word for the feeling? Could you, I couldn't tell you. You, you couldn't put a lot of math sounds to it and come up with something? No, I think it's... Maybe you need to consult the dictionary Yeah, later. I think I need to look at the dictionary. May, may I suggest in the interim, for Klempt. That might actually be a real word. I'm sorry. No, I've, I've read that one in the dictionary before. That might work, but it doesn't. It feels like it's missing some nuance. <laughs> Anyways, next to the door. Next in the door. Passenger car? Passenger car. This is a passenger car. This is where those who can't go to the, uh, the part of the car come and sit, spend, spend a while away with their time, as you can see. It's, uh, compared to the parlor car, it's a little bit more, uh, bare bones, but, you know, it's, it gets the job done. It's still a, a luxury train. There's some sobs from underneath a, bush, a bushy mustache as you hear, uh, <laughs> Of course. She could, she could take him to the parlor car. Oh my god. Oh, the attitude here is not exactly enlightening, you know. Uh, ignore that guy. He's clearly going through something. Tend to get some weirdos. Yes, Mr. McClaremont, the uh, spiritual advisor um, and also a trained little alchemist sort of uh, person, comes up from uh, his booth. Um, well there, Miss Paquet, uh, if it is enlightenment you seek, understand that it is what I, I, I who uh, try to steer people in such a direction. Of course, mon ami. I trust you do a very fine job of it. You look like a man with much conviction. Conviction, conviction alone can be a dangerous, foolhardy thing, but um, but uh, one must always look to hope while accepting the reality of their own current situation is what I find. And let me tell you, the passenger car may not um may not be as pleasing as the parlor car, but is it not a marvel that we are able to travel across these railways safely outside of a lightning barrier? I did not think we would have so much in common, but that you are speaking my language. These cars are my lifeblood. The rails are the veins. Mr. McClaremont uh, puts a hand over his heart and he sits back down. Continue with your tour. Continue with your tour. Sorry. This is may may not have noticed. Uh, each car is, is equipped with a a restroom of some sort. No, it's a, if we only have a restroom in the dining car. <laughs> You're not using the utility closets, are you? Say no more means. <laughs> no, not a, not a what, not a what, oh my goodness. Pip, I'm, I'm an orphan and I knew that. I've never been to school and I knew it, it was that. a joke, it was, it was a joke. So a little bit of comedy lighten up the mood. Is it a joke though? Next up is the crew car. <laughs> Which you've been in, it's okay. It has uh, bunk beds and that big Geist brand gaming table. This is uh, the gaming table, we got a little bar here set, set up. 
It's uh, for those of us who uh, partake to uh, partake. And these are the monk friends. I got the top monk. It's, it's true. Oh, I love the top monk. Sometimes I sleep on the table. It is less uncomfortable than it appears initially. Well, I mean, the Geist brand gaming table has an extremely soft top so that you can, you know, relax and play whatever game you'd like while not worrying about spills. <laughs> it is quite plush. Although the imprint of your body, Mr. McHugh, is quite obvious. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it does get hard to play pool because they get, like, stuck in the divots and you don't hit it really hard. <laughs> Pip's nose is a real, like, a uh, real sig stopper. Honestly, you gotta just start using it as, like, the tea. It's like, that's, that's where you, you start off, you, you usually play it in the wrong direction. Genevieve, you may... This confirms it now. Uh, you did notice this is only a three-bull gang. Yeah. Normally there's four. Yeah, normally you folks have, um... There's a, there's a fourth-line bull, but it's, um... Uh, do you not have enough hands for the tools? Uh, it's... This is kind of like, it's, it's more, more like a scheduling thing, I think, of just like, we, we don't really have a, it's, it's not a regular thing, sometimes we'll have people come in and sort of join it, but for the most part, it's, it's just the three of us. Candice is very good at uh, knowing that when we're going to go someplace dangerous, she hires someone else to uh, fill out the gang, but usually the three of us can handle it just fine. Oh, I I totally believe that. Um, you seem like very you're very competent. I'm not being She's sarcastic being here. Far too nice. I don't fucking trust this. Okay, awesome. Uh, good. She says, uh, "Is is anyone? Hey, wait a minute. Is this is this relatively soundproof? Can I can I do about something here? It is relatively soundproof. Okay. Well, let's get that wrong. If there's a curtain, pull up the curtain. But the thing is, I'm not here just to." Review this this train. The truth is, is that there's something uh, sinister I wanted to check out as a sort of scoop. You see that my paper, the um, uh, do I have a paper name? Or, like, what do I record? Uh, my freelancer. You, you, up to you. <laughs> All right, cool. It's called um, uh, I'll think of it later. Yeah, yeah, it's called. We'll name it. We'll name it. <laughs> and it'll be canon. We'll name it. Well, I was looking for a scoop of, you know, interesting things that happened, and, and I hear... Uh, this is just a rumor, but I was hoping that I could get some assistance with it, but I th- believe... I believe one of the ministers is haunted. This is a whole heart. Pip, um, you remember getting from Seb Ankayat at the end of one of your side jobs, uh, a missive saying that, um, he had gotten a scoop that perhaps one of the mini- uh, members of the Ministry of Preservation was possessed. So it looks like he's. You're not the only one following up on this. Oh man, I hope it's Greg. <laughs> yes, your 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 friends your friend Steve, uh, darling, absolutely, uh, gave me this information. And, he's, uh, he's, he's a lovely lady. Pays well. Yes. So I'm hoping I can write about it and expose it, or maybe deal with it, figure out what's going on. Either way, it makes for good press. Uh, we certainly can uh, try. We'll just need to. Oh, that may reflect poorly on on our review from then, because we're gonna we're gonna need to tease out the ghost, you know. Oh well, oh, man. After the last time we had to tease out, uh, some something. Okay, Pip, Pip, 
Hey, Drix, can I talk to you privately for a minute? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where do you go? I don't fucking know. Uh, I can leave you. I can leave you alone. I can go. Uh, I, I, I. You could. You could the office car's right there. You could. Uh, I'll Candace go check could obviously. I'll go. No, I don't want Candace to be there for this. No, no, no. no, no Candace could talk to, to Genevieve. I would go. To, I will go talk to Candace. It's. It, she is an old friend of sorts. Okay, go talk to Candace. That sounds great. Yes, I'm sure she would be pleased to see me. Yeah, totally. Bonsoir, Candace. Oh, the bulls were just giving me the full tour. It was absolutely wonderful so far. Ah, uh, yes, let me... Uh, please, tell me in excruciating detail exactly how... Uh, absolutely. How, uh, yes, Drix, uh, Andrew, and Pippin have been treating you in the door. Uh, <laughs> All right. Pip. Did, did you guys feel that? All that, like, tension from that room? Like... Are you kidding? She literally said that you were a doll, an old dog that made her smile this morning. Wait, you did? She said what? <laughs> it's just made me stay on test since. Okay, gonna yeah, to... I'm gonna note that down for later. Uh... <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna need to harass the, some ministers. No, guys, guys. Okay, so I can't help but notice that you keep talking about. Uh, basically every bad, not every bad, but a lot of the bad things that have happened on this train in front of the reviewer who we just met. And I would just like to suggest that you maybe don't do that. I, I mean, she did just admit that, like, the reason she's here isn't to really to review the train. Yeah, so much does as... that not seem suspicious to either of you? Actually, no. I get that. I, I call I like get... a, so I actually got a tip from Steph. Personally, let me know that one of the ministers might be possessed. Okay, so, like, sure. I yes, I uh, sure. But I'm just saying, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. I get, I get it. Okay, I'm. We talked about this on the last layover. I'm maybe a little bit tense with grown-ups, but like maybe I'm just saying we don't tell the reviewer who has admitted to lying to us all our secrets you're you're right right i mean you hear from underneath the bar <laughs> what oh, oh one of the vagrants uh crawls out from under the bar oh how long has he been there oh damn me sorry but why are you yelling um that's what i say there's a reviewer and these two are being a little dumb. Hey, reviewer, why, why do we care? Just the, the train runs as always, no? I mean, I don't know. It seems to really matter to Candace and Georgie. And also, I, they seem really worried about it. Who is this reviewer? Uh, Genevieve something? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> instantly, instantly. Just like uh, immediately sober. Yeah, this vagrant's eyes. Yeah, he sobers up. Um, I was once. And he like he like he uh, almost. Do you burps. want some water or something? Merci beaucoup. Uh, I was once upon a train that uh, Genevieve Paquet uh, was reviewing, and uh, of course I was uh, hidden away in the freight car. As at that time I was a vagrant, and. Uh, it's just a real, real big change in uh, lifestyle, since then. Oh, it's true, it's true. Uh, and, um, well, it was a bit of a terrifying experience. Uh, I hear that, uh, that darkness follows uh, that one. And I experienced it. 
that right. I was possessed. Uh, and he, he uh, takes the water, drinks it. But then I got better. I don't remember much of the possession, but I was there in the white car, uh, uh, hiding. You, how would you compare it to the, the recent possession that happened with the... You've gotten possessed a lot. No, no, this is different. It was a ghost. Uh, but this ghost attacked, and it was like my body was not my own. And, um, well, I do not remember much of it, but I do remember a sharp blow to my head. And, um, well, when I came to, standing over me was some kind of monster. I, uh, some kind of a demon. And, um... Well, not demons again. The creature looked at me uh, with a horrifying, uh, harlequin grin. And, um, well, I prayed to every forgotten god that I knew, and... Well, when I opened my eyes, she was gone. And the train got the horrible review. Guys, there is something up with this lady. Yeah, um, alright. Andrew, I mean, you, you were right to pretty, be suspicious. That's pretty regular for most of our guests' appearances. <laughs> Pip, I never know what you are talking about! Yeah, seriously. Stop I, it! I just... Pip has one foot entirely through the fourth wall. <laughs> Pip, Pip is so drunk, he's seeing reality. <laughs> alright. We need to figure out what's up with these ministers. We also need to figure out what's up with these reviewers. And, the, yeah. Yeah! Alright, alright. Um, alright, so... You need to crack this thing wide open! Oh, hold on. We, we've so, got, we gotta oh, bust it wide open. I've got, I've got a question. Alright, so the, the, the day this, this reviewer came to your tray, did, do you happen to recall anything, uh, anything else about it? Like, the. Uh, what was going on? Any important passengers? Anything like that? Evan McGill, uh, you forget that I am a... Uh, I was a professional vagrant. Uh, I uh, was uh, not the people out of me until that ghost uh, possessed me. And again, uh, I woke up to uh, you know a horrifying harlequin demon uh, and a uh, wound upon my... Uh, a sharp pain in my head. If you shall excuse me, I shall, uh, I shall uh, return to uh, the uh, maintenance car. Alright, don't get possessed. Again. 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 For a third time. Yeah. It was different. Close enough. But it's, it's still kind of like the same kind of deal. It's not exactly possession, but it's... <laughs> he opens the door and leaves. Um, in the office car. Uh, Miss Paquet, you were having a conversation with Candace. In excruciating detail. In excruciating detail. Uh, you recognize this laborer who comes by. He's much more cleaned up than the last time you saw him. Oh, what's wrong, my countryman? Uh, oh. Bonsoir. Uh, was that pocket? Uh, tips a little hat. Um, uh, hope you enjoy our, uh, our train. Uh, menu. <laughs> uh, and uh, sort of uh, awkwardly uh, struts back towards the maintenance car. I have a sort of um, a reputation, apparently. I don't I think it's quite deserved. But so, Candace. Anyway, you were saying something about the uh, the emergency protocols. And I trust they are yes. in place? Yes, yes, uh, of course the hatch system is uh, very robust. Just entrances between the train cars that don't open to the outside except in the freight car. That's where uh, that's where uh, our bulls can more safely deploy. Yeah, fucking of course she's asking about the emergency protocol. <laughs> uh, yes, we have some side doors. Um, uh, biggest in the maintenance uh, area. 
to allow for uh, loading and, of course, uh, maintenance, uh, which we, we successfully had a maintenance operation earlier. How wonderful. On the line from uh, South, uh, South Point to Bright Harbor. Uh, so we, 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 this is a trained crew, uh, really, really tested their, their salt. Yes, I, I let me let me tell you, Genevieve. Uh, this is Miss McKay. Uh, this is uh... Genevieve. Is fine. Trust me, you are in fine company today. Uh, of course, Genevieve. Uh, <laughs> uh, you are uh, free to uh, inspect. Uh, the freight box car is a little overpacked. Uh, it's not normally like that. She says, <laughs> um, she says clearly lying to you. Um, it's just, you know, I got overexcited with all the ministers, and, you know, I, I can't say no to the ministers, so... <laughs> they are they are inscrutable and everywhere, and I really wish they would get off well, my ass, frankly. Well, in any case, uh, uh, merci for the conversation. Um, so far, I'm having a good time. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and, uh... I, I told I told uh, I told Greta you're free to have as much pineapple as you want. It's, oh uh, no no no! Just the taste is, is is plenty for me. I uh, yeah I was gonna I do get some grapes. Much, I do not have much of a sweet tooth. Oh all right. Well then, as much as much rat as you want. Um, <laughs> in the crew car, there is a magnetic tube message that arrives for you guys. Okay, we take it. It's so anyway. That's why I think like. Technically, we're all just sort of spirits possessing our bodies. Shoop! Okay. Hey, look, a magnetic tube message. I wonder what it says. <laughs> Immediately, there is urgency. Line bulls. You're needed in the parlor car. Possible uh, supernatural activity. All right. Suit up. Oh, uh, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to have you guys go and deal with this. Keep in contact. I'll, I'll try and... Actually, no, Trix, you should stay here and deal with Genevieve and try to show the, the rest of the... What's going on? I'll go with Andrew. And that way, Mr... Mr... D- Junior mm-hmm. isn't going to deal with your, your nonsense. Yeah. Trix, Trix, I know you're a nice dude. I love that about you. Be suspicious. I... <laughs> Andrew, you've brought up uh, several great points. I'm going to keep my eye on Genevieve. Um, but also, like, don't go asking if she's a demon or anything like that. I'm not going to ask. Look, I, I, I've made that mistake already. I'm not going to ask if she's a demon. It's, it's, if she's a little volunteer, you know. <laughs> Fine. I will not. Look, okay, someone... I'm going to. Let's do it up. Let's do it up. I'm uh, going to. Real quick, real quick, though. Maybe just we should keep. Genevieve and the ministers away from the murder boxes. The what? The, the, the booths. Oh, the, the booths. booths. Yeah, yeah. The, the soundproof booths in the dining car that yeah, you guys have referred to as murder boxes. Or, or uh, those, are, those are soundproof and reflective. Alright. Cool. Sounds good. Let's suit up. Alright. What are y'all feeling? We can uh, we can probably decide on your roles for next episode. Yay! Um, but for right now, let me just so so who's suiting up and going where? Parlor car for me. Hip is going to go with Andrel. Get some of that bonding time. It's going to be great. Cool. My brain just went father-daughter adventure. <laughs> yeah, oh, no! I love it. I love it so much. Hip shouldn't be anyone's father figure. Andrel's two dads. Andrel's two dads. <laughs> Pip and Andrel. Pip and Andrel. Pop into the parlor car. Yeah, you see, weapon drawn is the uh, the 
<laughs> the night called Frog. Uh, you see the chief of operations uh, looking, um, looking like, oh my, this is exciting. Laudius is looking kind of grim, and the kid is being uh, picked up by its mother, who's like looking up at the ceiling. And Laudius turns, looks, um, squints a little bit, but then the chief of operations is like, oh my, only two bulls? Is, is, are there no more on this on this train? We're uh, taking a bit of divide and conquer as we were right now. Hey, what's what's going on? Kick has his mask on. I want us to stay at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, um, very good. You should, uh, you should ask that. You see the... McKeel. Oh, that's an interesting badge name. Oh my god, tell us what's going on! Oh, uh, it's, it's just a little bit of, um, uh, this is very bracing. I'd, I'd love to see you work. There's just appears to be a little spirit in the electro field above the parlor car, and I believe he wants in. And you hear muffled from the ceiling. Crowl! You cur! I'll drag you from the train car! We should probably deal with it. There's nobody named Crowl here. Ooh. Must be confused. Or is there? <laughs> Next time on Ghost on a Train. Yay! Ryan is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. All of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Genevieve Paquet. Nom de plume, The Harlequin. Played by me, Jolene Cutnoir. Andrew Anderson. Badge name, Dunville. Played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name, Colburn. Played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin, Pip, Nikhil, badge name Nikhil, played by me, Guys Webel. And I have been your conductor, Greg Karobus. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll let Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time. Gosh, also, uh, yeah, before we get I'm started. Grab more water real fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hannah's gonna go grab some <coughs> water. I don't have COVID, I just ate a dry cookie. <laughs> I can't tell if Greg's gonna cut this out and put it like the I'm intro definitely, or I, just I, I, keep I might it. put it at the ends, maybe. I don't know. Like, it won't be in the main episode. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fun. It's, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. You can't just artificially create those, though. Can you? Yeah. Yes. Can you? What the what the the outro bit? Like the thing, yeah. Like, can you can you actually like? Is there a? I'm overthinking it. The important point is that moments. Oh, I just I mean I mean sometimes if a moment's funny enough but irrelevant, I I might cut it out and just like I have a little folder for post outro <laughs> bits. Actually, I oh true yeah yeah it doesn't get a whole lot of use <laughs> that much, but like yeah. <laughs> But just you know, here's some junk I found while recording. Let's uh, let's pop it in after the. Let's pop music. it in after the fact. It's it's Greg's little little secret uh, little secret archive. We're just like this is my friends having fun. Little secret archive. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours 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 yours. yours. Faustian nonsense. Yours. Thanks yours. you for yours. your patronage. Yeah. 
just like yours.